but yeah um dang what was we saying right before i was like let's get into it because i was gonna ask you something was it about alzheimer's yeah <laughs> what, what was i gonna say I, I was like, um, I hope this shit's fun right now. It's funny. Oh, I forgot this. I forgot that. But I hope it don't turn into Alzheimer's. I don't know where you going to go with that one. Me neither. But <laughs> but I was about to go into it. But that's something I'm like dealing with too, in a sense. But I think it's like, I'm like choosing to like unlearn a lot of shit. Yeah. And so, so sometimes I envision that it's like SpongeBob. When they're like, delete everything. They're like, get rid of everything. They're like, what about his name? You have to keep his name. You know, you just missed, <laughs> when, when my homeboys was over here, you just missed so many SpongeBob references. Really? Yes, because she's from Texas. And so we did. The I whole, was about to ask her if she, <laughs> what part of Texas. I was going to go into some questions with her, but I was like, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we did the whole, oh, it was so good about dumb old Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Texas is wonderful. Texas is a one. Have you ever been in Texas? I've never been to Texas. Stop talking about Texas. I would love to go to Texas. Every, I've never met an ugly woman from Texas. Yeah. I mean, I do have this theory. In, and, and Beyonce <laughs> from Texas? Oh, yeah. yeah right. Um, I do have this theory that there are no ugly women. Um, why you press your lips like that? <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like I feel like every woman is beautiful. I, I genuinely is genuinely every, is every man beautiful? No, men aren't supposed to be beautiful. What's beauty? Define beauty. Okay. Women women just there's something about femininity okay. that is just I don't know how to like that's like saying like a rock in a flower like uh, a flower is beautiful to say that a rock's not beautiful no i'm not saying that a rock's not beautiful i guess rocks can be beautiful too but their premise is not beauty to some to a motherfucker that collect rocks he'd rather look at rocks than flowers but what i mean is like rigid mm-hmm. rigidity rig- rigidity okay <laughs> Is, is a characteristic of a rock. A rock doesn't want to be anything else but what it is. It doesn't strive to be the flower. The flower doesn't strive to be the rock. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. Women are like flowers, in a sense. And right. men can be like rocks, I guess. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. Where I, I feel like all women have a certain beauty to them. Okay. And no, I don't think all men have that, but I don't. men don't need it. Like, okay. <laughs> or not need it, but you know. It's just not a characteristic of them. This is gonna touch a lot of people. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen? Do you know who Ben Shapiro is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know Matt Walsh too. Uh, nah. I don't, okay. I don't know him. On the Daily Wire, on their like little show thingy, I don't watch it. Okay. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, like David. Yeah, I, I can't stand Candace Owens. They're all in like that same camp of people. The Tucker Carlson's, the what's his name, um, Mac Jones, Alec Jones. Okay. Uh, Info Wars. In some, guy. yeah, in some respects, I I like Alex Jones too. Alex Jones. Um, in some respects, um, but what I'm gonna say is, uh, what I was going to say is, Matt Walsh created a documentary called "What Is a Woman." Mm. Have you have you heard of this? No. 
and he basically like you know how like on like the daily show and um certain shows like that they would like during election time they would go to the crowds of donald trump and ask them really ignorant questions but like it would show their like racism right (laughs) um he did that at pretty much uh like women's rallies and um like the lgbtq parades and stuff like that it was just asking people what is a woman because if (laughs) but it's it's as a black woman that is a, a very valid question for saying that because people got mad at what was it jk rowling mm-hmm. for saying not all men not men men can't be women or I, I see something like that okay I want, you, I want to <laughs> this is something that i've been talking about recently mm-hmm. i talked to this to a buddy of mine um it was somewhere i believe it was a trans girl won um this beauty pageant or something yep and, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I, lo- I looked, right? And I was like, you know, I'm like, like we, we talked about beauty earlier, right? And, you know, like, there's um, every beauty is an eye of the beholder, of course. But everybody, there, you know, there are some things, you know, like Beyonce is somebody we can genuinely say is beautiful, right? And we can look at somebody like, um, I don't know the, the the wicked witch of the west and be like, all right, I'm I'm not. That's not. She attractive. got some beauty though. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> some, some people like old hags. <laughs> for the for the argument, let me go with this, man. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So it's like I saw that I saw that girl, that that trans girl, and I was like, no, ain't no ain't no fucking way, ain't no fucking way, like. What kind of message is that sending exactly. to girls to be like, this is what beauty is. And it it, it 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 fucked up all the way back to when goddamn Caitlyn Jenner became Woman of the Year. I this, was just gonna say that this this being has been a woman for less than a fucking calendar year and was awarded the Woman of the Year. You couldn't find no woman who was a woman two years ago that could have been Woman of the Year. Right. And then for all the shit that she says about that community that championed for her i'm (laughs) quoting the fuck out this (laughs) is fucking asinine it reminds me of that episode of atlanta the band episode when um the buddy from the memes did the transracial thing and they thought just because he was um transracial he saw himself as somebody else he was gonna relate to the lgbt community he was like nah that shit is gross (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's just such a sticky conversation but i don't understand why it's so sticky now because you know in our lifetime it, it wasn't that those lines were drawn you know what i mean and then now they're not drawn it's kind of like us like being kids uh, or the generation to not have had electronics and to have electronics like it's like both sides and it's like what side are we staying on or is there a side or is there a right or you know what i mean we we really are in like this crazy like center spot because it's like we grew up to all these things and then now all of a sudden it's like oh that's not 
that's not cool anymore. Like, I bring it up all the time. If you listen to a song between, like, 1995 and 2007, there was some type of Donald Trump reference in there. Like, if it's, I'm chilling with Trump, I want that money like Trump, Trump this, Trump that. And then it was like, boom. Like, his public enemy number one. Like, I, I, I remember that. Like, he remember. wasn't shit back then when y'all was still talking about him. Now it's cool. Like, you know, stand on your shit now. Yeah. It, it, it's, um. Acknowledge it, at least. I understand people change their opinions. But that's where I get to the idea that there just, there would be so much that would need to be acknowledged by so many people. Because, you know, people are just natural people making mistakes every day. But that's how the healing process begins. You have to acknowledge. I, I agree. I do agree what's going on acknowledge and accept know that there has to be something to acknowledge that you have to talk about to initiate yeah. that change and really start healing yeah now you have to know there's a problem that's but what i, what I was getting at with the what is a woman documentary mm. they and then this is where i don't agree with them mm-hmm. um i guess conservatives because there's and that's where i'm like i i've never voted in any party so I've never associated with either, and it's actually quite rough because I'm pretty liberal, pretty Republican, pretty conservative, pretty whatever the other side is. Yeah, parties are stupid. It's so stupid. It's stupid. Um, but they because argue. They argue that, and I agree with this in a sense of um, the union of man and woman is man and woman in in regard to procreation in regard to all those things right they say though that marriage um the purpose of marriage is for a man and a woman to have a baby and it well i shouldn't be asking you because i should be asking them but (laughs) does that you know mean that Yeah, I'm waiting for the question. Well, th- that's the thing. I don't think I have a question for you because I, I just realized that you can't answer what the question is. <laughs> well, what's the question? I'm not going to answer it, but I can definitely give my thoughts on surrounding. Where would they go about thinking? Like, where's the proof that marriage? I I always thought that marriage was solely for the legality of it. And now they're saying that marriage was created for... Actually, now I kind of get it. Um, you've never been married, but as far as like having kids go, you get benefits for being if you're married and then with kids, right? Right. Okay. So I guess that's where kind of answers my question of why they would think. Because I was like, I think they mix up love and marriage. Love and marriage. You know what I mean? Come together. Because I do think feminine energy should be with like masculine energies in a sense. Right. Like, but, um, I guess that is non-binary or whatever. No. Okay. There's this CSI episode where, um, I can't quite remember what it is, but you know, Gil Grissom, um, he basically mentioned how there's a species of fish who, um, who, when they're born, they get to choose what um, gender 
they are in, in regard to reproduction. That's like the, the 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 fish that Nemo is, right? They said like if science was like real, then Nemo would have like transformed into a woman and been with his dad. Hmm. Hmm. If like something like that had happened. Interesting. Yeah. But right, the the fish gets to pick its gender. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. You know, I had another conversation with a friend of mine, and it wasn't about picking genders, but it was like, do you ever think that nobody on the earth was asked to be here? Okay. Sometimes I feel that. I feel I felt that when I've been in my pessimistic moods, but they're especially post psychedelic um psychedelia um i felt that i did choose to be here really that i chose my name i chose i chose everything i chose in a sense what i look like um what and as i'm getting older i'm noticing even too that i i did chose i did choose the middle class lower middle class to yeah. be raised in in some shape or i can feel it yeah i don't know how to explain it it formed you right it formed me, and it's forming yeah. me where I'm wanting to go. Have you ever heard that theory? It's um, it's from a post. I love talking about this shit. It's like when you die. I guess I, the, the post was like in this window. There's another being there, and he explains that every time you die, you come back as like somebody else, and it's like random, like. I, if I died, I'd come back as you and relive this entire situation. Or I would come back as like a cat and see what that's like. Or I'd be in feudal Japan as a samurai. Mm. Or I'd be in the future like an alien or something. And the idea is that everybody experiences everything. It's so like you experienced like hatred toward yourself. You loved yourself. And just the idea of becoming a full being by all these different experiences. Right. Right. Have you ever seen everything, everything, everywhere, all at once? That's the multiverse movie I heard is so dope, and I want to watch it after I take a trip. <laughs> it's definitely worth the watch after a trip. You want to watch it later? Um, yeah, I'm down. It's a really good movie, but it, that's basically what what you just said is pretty much what the movie is. That all these all these things are. All these possibilities are happening, and they're all happening at once. I love the multiverse theory. That's crazy. I love that shit. It, it it has to be the only one. I hate that to call it a theory, my personal opinion. I feel like, in a sense, it's legit, but it's so legit, like, you can never prove it. Yeah, you, I mean, there's a universe. If, if, if it's true, there is a universe that exists where it is proven to be true. Yeah, but my thing is, like, to get a collective approval is impossible, no? You know, um, I was talking about this with another friend. It was just like a like a pin note in the conversation. But it, could you imagine how far society could have advanced without religion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all those wars and shit just holding everybody back and... You know, all this fucking I'm better than you birthright mm. bullshit. If people could mm. really just come together. And it's still, it's still fucking people up to this day, still holding us right. back. Right, right. That's real. Because I was just uh, watching um, 
uh, podcast and the guy was talking about um, the ego and how the ego, the ego, the I in us um, doesn't want to believe that it is like in connection with others. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is why uh, shrooms and stuff is so awesome because mm-hmm. it's ego death. And that thing that's like getting you to judge people and judge yourself is just quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and you ju- you do feel like one with everybody else. But yeah, that's that's the ego. That's that, you know, us versus them mentality. It's funny. Before um before you got here, um somebody was telling a story about her friend who was um tripping. Mm-hmm. And um she was eating soup and it made her she said to start off story with my my friend had a trip and her her soup made her cry and my other friend was like did it cry from fear or did you cry of happiness and it was fear of the soup (laughs) so she was eating the soup and she spilled some soup on her shirt and her partner was like, oh, you ruined your shirt. We got to get this shirt off you. And was trying to take her shirt off in front of these people. <laughs> <laughs> and she was looking at the soup. It was like, how could you do this to me? Aww. I'm like, that's the realest shit I ever yeah. heard. Aww, there's other people there. <laughs> like, damn, soup. Why you had to spill? Oh, man. Those I, are the only stories you can get when tripping, though. Right. Those those are the only stories that can happen. Like, you, you always say that shit. The universe comes out to play with you. It comes out to fuck with you. And it's like, bro, like, that shit is so, is so real. <laughs> it is so real. Yeah, no, I, um, so the reverse side of what option you gave her, did the soup make you cry or did it make you, did it cry from, what'd you say? Fear or happiness. Fear or happiness. Um, I cried over a strawberry, mm. um, but this one was happiness. <laughs> and so it, what happened was uh, I took, you know, I take people on a lot of trips and mm-hmm. I took uh, about five friends on a group trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, when you're the only person who's aware of what's going on, you kind of have to manage things in a sense. Um, so that's what I was doing. And uh, I don't remember what we were talking about. But one of my friends was going around giving everybody strawberries. And one of my, um, I guess, inner child conflicts was not, not, um, not wanting to be somebody who took too much and others couldn't get. Mm-hmm. And so kind of sh- like shrinking myself um, and not get it, taking what people are offering me. And so she came to give me a uh, strawberry. And in that moment, I'm doing reflect, uh, reflexively, just saying, no, thank you. Um, and she goes to the person next to me and gives her a strawberry. And something said, get you a strawberry. <laughs> and, and I was like, you know what? And she came back and I got a strawberry and just mindlessly bit into it. And 
it felt like you know those gushers commercials like the strawberry was more than a strawberry it was one of those strawberries that was bomb on a good day you Mm. know what i mean and it felt like it felt like straight shining like blood (laughs) rushing out like a wave (laughs) red wave of strawberry and i just start and i'm in the middle of talking so i'm starting to go back to the talk but i just start crying And my friend's like, what's wrong? I was like, it's so good. <laughs> that should have been a commercial. That <laughs> shit was so shit. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, how have was you that? That strawberry was so good. It had to have been strawberry season. Oh, shit. Man. But yeah. <laughs> so my that, that's my happiness story from a strawberry. That's funny. Good old strawberries. <laughs> Well, I will have a strawberry. Good for you. You, you deserve that strawberry. strawberry. Yeah. And that and, and it felt like in that moment, like a reward mm-hmm. for like battling that demon real quick. You know, I, I kind of felt like the same way. Like, I don't ever like want to ask people for anything and yeah. stuff like that. But I've been really, really fortunate, blessed just to have like people who are like willing to help. You exactly. Know? Like, <laughs> like, it's like, you no, know, you don't have to like, bro, let me do this for you. Yeah. I'll be like, Damn, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, that I was like that with my brother when my brother moved back to Palm Beach. I gotta take that out. Um, <laughs> when my brother moved back down, um, he needed a place to put his furniture, and I was like, You could take it to my house, like, you can put it in. It took up a lot of space, but it was okay for me because there's so many people in my life that I have put my furniture in their space mm-hmm. and they've held it for me. And I was like, it's the least I can do for somebody else. And he didn't want to take from me. And I was like, let people do things for you. Like you ain't out here on your own. If you were, if you were meant to live in this world on your own, you would be on your own. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a family member. They actually like helped me get my place. And they asked if they could store some stuff like nigga yes like no <laughs> absolutely yes <laughs> like it, when you have people that like act like help you it's so scary to ask for help and you know like you don't want that rejection you don't want like people thinking that it's going to be something they remember and they like kind of push themselves away like oh mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not always trying to help them i don't want to do that for them but like, it's good to just, like, I try to be that type of person. And I right. think I've attracted those type people of people. People who are like that. Right. Right. That's that's what's most important in, in life is that we do find a way. I feel like our 20s, more so started in our teens, but our 20s was like this rebellion. Like, I don't need nobody. Like, <laughs> I can make it on my own. This This self-made idea and you know that whole self-made goes back to like shit with like kylie jenner like yeah like you can't call yourself a self-made anything um but it makes me wonder if anybody can consider themselves a self-made anything because we are all molded in one way or another by each other one of my biggest regrets in like high school college time is that i never like suck so i never went to go find a mentor I do agree, but I also do feel like uh, people older than me don't know shit. <laughs> I don't. They don't got to be like that much older than me. Okay. Or you know what I'm saying? Like I, I had a, a good relationship with um, my RA. We were in the same major, and he helped me a lot. And he's successful doing um, the field that we were in. Mm-hmm. 
it's not one that I would have like fully pursued, but it would have been nice to kind of have like a more confident fallback to that because of some guidance or just, you know, trying to find somebody in the industry yeah. that I'm trying to get into. Yeah, I, I, I do get you with that. That's, that's one of my big regrets that um, I didn't surround, but mainly because I didn't choose my goal, by the way. Uh -huh. But um, I didn't surround myself with enough people who have what it is that I want to have. And that's another thing. It's like, what is it that I want to have, too? Yeah, and to that point, I also, too, like had like an overall goal, nothing concrete. I didn't even think about that. But I did like find a lot of people with drive. Like right. they're going to do something right. Like, right. We don't know exactly what, but right. we're, we're going to be OK. Right. <laughs> That's how I feel about this whole podcast thing. I'm just doing it to solely have fun and enjoy it. And it's fun. if I keep doing it enough, then I, I understand the 10,000 hours. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I understand what those things are. I understand momentum in a better way that again two chains is my spirit animal hey. if you can make it at 48 you can make it at any age <laughs> would you consider tyler perry self-made well again i'm saying I was, it I, was, that was a joke oh i was i, I just watched that atlanta <laughs> Why, he was homeless i was just watched because i watched that episode um of atlanta mm -hmm. recently the one with um the uh chocolate man yeah mr chocolate mr chocolate <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, I mean, but that, but that is a good argument, though, of self-made. Like, in some respects, I think he'd be the closest to self-made. I don't really know what his life was like in the in his homeless days. Yeah. I mean, but like you said, though, he. But it, we we he, all need each other. Like he wrote the plays and stuff, but like the actors, they did their part. Gotcha. And without them, like, yeah, you can't really consider that a self-made yeah. thing. You know what I mean, like self-made, that's like drawn into like, I don't even know, like. Well, people's children are self-made, but even that's not in itself because you needed a man yeah. or you needed a woman. Or... I meant like, wait, what? what? Self-made, like um, a mother making a child. Like that's the oh, only thing yeah. I can get with. Yeah. But somebody being self-made. Every profession, <laughs> like you have to learn this from somewhere, you know what I mean? And multiple people had to develop, work together to develop no one's created a business by themselves i don't think that exists there's no way we need each other yeah like every single step you'd be i don't know too damn old at that point if you had to learn every in and out of everything it sounds good on paper though right? it does it sounds good on paper when <laughs> rick does, ross when rick ross be saying that shit, i be like i self-made millionaire right there go ahead like stop lying <laughs> stop lying but but I guess if you're doing that's the thing, I think everything is pop probability too. So there's a lot more that comes into play with people making it, because it's also a part of who you knew along that path mm -hmm. to get you there too. Like even if they didn't lend you money, let you stay at their house, whatever, um, you still needed who they knew to get somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, so that was my question. Um how real and this is my age-old chicken or the egg comparison that did we become idiocracy or was that a true prediction? You know, which 
which influenced which. <laughs> yeah, is it uh, art imitates life or yeah, life exactly. imitates art? Yeah, exactly. Because we are living it way more now yeah. than I remember in college, like going to a showing of the movie and then like they were asking questions. You watched it for school? Yeah. Okay. And I like, I was like, yo, this shit is nuts. I was like, I was very engaged. That was probably one of like, one of my top like college moments, you know, like being a part of like something like that. Right. And like us, we are watching it because we're in college. We're supposed to prevent this. Right. This is what, No, this and is. People, people were like, that's absurd. That's not going to happen. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, no, yeah. I, actually, the, you know, mine was my most profound thing watching and um, being viewed in college uh, was in a astronomy class. Um, he showed us how it's called The Greatest Story Ever Told. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was one of those movies um, about how the story of Jesus was based on astrology. Mm. I saw that. You showed me that. Yeah, th yeah, that's why I brought it to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you me that. <laughs> yeah no, that was that was my big bang. Like, what? Like and now look at us all in fucking astrology. <laughs> like everybody. Yeah. It it holds merit. It it does hold some merit. Like, I don't know what it is, but me and my buddy, we both have Scorpio exes and they are the worst people in the world. Aw. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just I know two pretty cool Scorpios. Well, I hope I'm glad yeah. I'm not in a relationship with them. Okay. Poor Scorpios. I don't know what it is. My dad's and, a Scorpio. And you think about the story with this all. Oh, you think about <laughs> the, the story about the scorpion and the frog. I don't know the story. Tell well, us the story. I'm going to paraphrase it, but it's basically a frog sees a scorpion and the scorpion is like, hey, can you help me get to the other side? And the frog's like, no, because you're going to sting me. You're going to kill me. And the scorpion's like, why would I kill you? You know, you're doing this for me. If I stab you while I'm on top of your head, I will drown. Mm. And he convinces the frog to take him across the pond. And after he gets there, the scorpion stabs him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why did you stab me? He's like, like you said, I'm a scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's profound. Yay. And you told me, too. A few people told me. I'm not going to get in with them. Told man. you what? Like, I don't like her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you can't tell people who not to like, yeah. right? That's 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 hard. But you know the thing is though, and what I should have, I, I just I just go for being a good friend to say something once, maybe twice, maybe three times. But after that, and that's what that's <laughs> what I should realize. Like you know what, these these people love me, <laughs> they know me, they are saying this for a reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's like, there were some people that were like, you know, not, you know, like, oh, this is fine. This is good. And there were other people that were like, nah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I should have took into consideration that the people that were more like, nah, were the people that I was closer to at the mm. time, you know? It takes growing to know that. Yeah. You know, like just different, you know, the vision was there. Yeah. 
for execution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, I, I can't I can't fault nobody for wanting to love. You know, that's none of my business. What you like is none of my business either. Is love real? I do think it is. I do I don't think it is what everybody thinks it is, of course. Um, but I do think it is. And if we're talking about love, like the highest form of love, like pure love, you know, that exits everything being um, any sexual attraction whatsoever. So that's more so, you know, loving your neighbors and loving and, and loving trees and loving, you know, the cycles of life and loving pain and suffering, mm. loving like it's literally you'd have to love every thing if that if you're considering that pure love because then that's unconditional love that's love under no conditions whatsoever unconditional love is a wild thought thought it's a wild concept it's it's just it's wild in general yeah you know i don't think it's wild (laughs) i I think it's i think it's very uh challenging to grasp i understand the concept i understand but like just the i i I feel like I experience unconditional love. So, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a crazy, like, thought. Like, no matter what you do, I'm going to love you. Mm. Like, that's wild. Well, so, see, it's not saying, and this is a thing. So, when, how do I put this in a way that I'm comfortable sharing? Um... I feel like I get serendipities or synchronicities or, you know, whatever on a daily. Um, and there was someone who had this tattoo that said, love yourself. And I was really contemplating on that. And I would see love yourself pop up like on street graffiti or like a line like for a Vogue cover. It's like love yourself or, you know what I mean? Just kind of pop out anywhere. Until I found this book, and I think it's Osho, um, in Love, Freedom, and Aloneness, where it shows that that phrase is not finished. It's Mm. love yourself, comma, first. So that's not saying that I love, that becomes toxic, like what you're talking about, like loving somebody no matter what they do. It just means loving yourself more not to one let any mistakes of theirs trouble you so that's what forgiveness is knowing this is not about me this is your own battle um and then um two loving myself first that i knowing that love is also letting people go and so I, i don't think a lot of people understand that piece of it is if you truly love someone you'd be okay with them not being with you i think of um mariah carey's song butterfly right and how you you can't keep something under a glass um it's gonna die you know i i i totally agree with everything you said Mm -hmm. absolutely that kind of goes back to what we were saying before like you know realizing there has to be a problem i was thinking more of like uh and it still applies i don't think it applies to me yet Mm. But like uh, like a parent has for a child when I mm. was thinking 
of that. You know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially like when the girl. Oh yeah, yeah. So so I don't have that perspective. You got yeah, kids. How that, you- <laughs> that was that was that was my initial thought. Like you know, like my kids. Like no matter how upset they make me, or like how much it's like you. Mm, it's like I'm gonna love you regardless. Like if something's gonna like in that case, you know. But that's what I mean. That type of love that you have, you're supposed to have it for everyone, which yeah. is who Jesus was. I think people when they try to refer to Jesus. Um, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, but I, I just think it was someone who, because you know that that story goes to it being like I think Yahshua or whatever the name yeah, is. I, I don't think you can love everybody like Jesus wanted to love and be true to that statement because there are some people who are just going to try to hurt you, and you yeah, don't but love. but that's the that's the thing that's the probability of Jesus is that it it couldn't be a lot of people taking oh. that path. Cause it's a hard path to take yeah. <laughs> with everybody. Yeah. It's a hard fucking path to take, you know, loving your enemies. That is a hard path to take. It's a mental Although illness. it's a good thing to take. It's I think some mental illness. If you ask me loving your enemies, so th- that type of Jesus love. Yeah. That shit ain't right. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a good bar measure, man, to, just to like let people do whatever to you and you not like stand up that's for not yourself. that's not necessarily what jesus was though because jesus people weren't just you know throwing shit at jesus all the fucking time right <laughs> like he was he was because this is okay so this is what i firmly believe too okay. that there's also a piece of it in each of us that has like this aura or you know, we can tap into certain vibrations um, in our being, I guess you can say, um, to give off, um, I guess, more so enlightened emotions. So that's things like, you know, consciousness and you know love and affection. I, and I, I want to retract my former statements because now that I'm really thinking about it, and if we're talking like biblical terms, like the stuff that happened in the Bible, like, it makes a lot more sense for him to be that way. I kind of think on like a global aspect. Like if Jesus popped up right now in the way the world is, yeah. could you imagine with like social media and just like the split you'll get of people? No, because I don't think in my personal opinion, because this this is also what depicts uh, who Jesus was, I guess, in a sense. I, I'm no pastor or nothing like that. Um, but I, I understand math in a way that this is the only way that this is possible, um, is you would be loved by or adored by people who, so you're saying if Jesus was here and social media is a part of this, that it would divide people, but one, I don't think Jesus would be on social media. Um, not Jesus. No, no, no. But, but that's just a joke of it. And, 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 and two, People who often are saying something really good are not in a position to win over any masses for anything to be split. Mm. I and I think they become they become um, golden after they die. Mm. So it it would if there was a Jesus today, I firmly believe he might have to die first before people, which is the point of Jesus. He mm-hmm. died for your quote unquote sins. Um, but 
it, he would have to die in order to be something that's revered in the sense that reverence goes. I wish the bro was actually gonna do the episode like this. <laughs> Did you watch the one where um, Martin Luther King woke up from the coma? No, I don't, or at least I don't remember. I watched Boondocks as a kid, but I, I don't think I ever, I don't think I understood the references enough to really watch it. And then, of course, once I was an adult, there were just umpteen other things that I was watching. But yeah, there yeah. are a lot of good episodes. You definitely got to go back and watch Boondocks now that you're a little bit older, a little yeah. wiser. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Maybe that's something I will take on. I think it is on HBO Max. Because so. I remember the episode, Huey's Christmas Special. Mm-hmm. And um, he like told like the true history of Christmas, how it's based on a pagan holiday in ancient Greece or Rome, where they used to get drunk and have sex with little boys, <laughs> and like all that shit changed. And all Granddad heard was wah 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 wah. He was like, "Shut up, you! You trying to ruin Christmas?" Just Granddad and shit. Yeah, no, I. It's it's funny, man. I'll try it. I'll try it. I promise. It's it's funny. I promise. We'll we'll, we'll circle. It's a like background. dinosaurs. It's it's. That's much a, that's another. But, but that's adult. that's another thing that I don't or wouldn't watch. I, I think I tried, and I I don't think there's a lot of things now. Your mouth wide open. <laughs> there's a lot of things now that I don't have the attention span for anymore. That's real. <laughs> yeah, like you said about um, your comfort show. Like, my comfort shows, like the things that I'm okay with watching back to back to back are just a little different. But those that pool is very small, right? Like, your comfort shows mm-hmm. can't be everything. You cannot. Yeah. Some of that shit is not comforting. Yeah. Otherwise, then it is an idiocracy situation where you're just glued in front of the... TV and obese and your food just at the doorbell. And you got a god that oh. Why you do that? What what you damn, what you Ouch. I've been working out. I didn't well, first of all, ain't nobody said that. I was I was referencing idiocracy and the in the age of we don't go get our food anymore. It's because I got the cookies, isn't it? No, it's not because <laughs> Nah, but you got damn sugar cookie, man. <laughs> <laughs> the on the Rock show, uh, Young Rock, it's about him like running. See, like that type of shit, I'm not spending my time on. But it's go a, ahead. It's about you him. got kids, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's about him running for president. Oh, okay. So, and that's for what a, high school isn't a, a young. It's like a president of the United States. If president of the United States, and oh. he's like telling the stories of his young self. Of his young self. Oh, that's the premise of the show. So he wasn't really about to run pres- pre- for president. This was all a PR stunt for uh, the show. Because uh, it worked, I, I assume. Yeah, but because a lot of people wanted to. That's another chicken or the egg conversation. Love. Did they give The Rock a role of being president because the people had said it? Or was he really going to run? And I, I would not be surprised if he does not. I could see him doing it. You, you could see him running. I could see him running. I could definitely see him running. And Kevin Hart would be <laughs> vice president. Vice president. <laughs> How much of a joke would America be <laughs> at, at that point? But I would feel so comfortable. <laughs> 
Vody? That my president could whoop your 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 nation's leader's ass. Okay, I mean, I, I w- When's the last time you could say that, Obama? When, no, I mean, I think Putin would have kicked Obama's ass. I think the Rock can take Putin. I didn't say I, I wasn't saying the Rock and Putin. Oh, you yeah. said Obama. <laughs> I, I just felt comfortable with a president fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like if he got into fisticuffs with another leader. But he'll never get that leader. way. He's just fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it used to be. Yeah. You wanted to be a leader. You also had to be a fucking warrior. That's the shit that we need to come back. That's what I'm saying. But I don't know that is that isn't that how a dictatorship happens? <laughs> it works out for the people in Wakanda. Oh, that's what happened on Wakanda Forever. I haven't seen it yet. That's you can you fight to to be the leader and then you oh can yeah you're him. right you're right that's yeah what happened yeah challenge day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah that makes sense. So, like you know what I mean? You inherit like, the kingdom. I would much rather be, you know, take command for somebody who's younger, in shape, got a good mind. The fucking old pasty ass dude who about to die in two years. Right. Like, I don't, like, there should be an age limit on all this stuff because you're making laws that you're not going to be around for. You're, you're, you're trying to dictate things based off of old information that's outdated. Like, why is it okay for these old ass people to be making these important ass decisions? Don't you also think that? you know, being president for four years is, isn't enough. <laughs> like, not to say that, not to say that we need a, a president for a long fucking time, but... To get anything done? Yeah. Especially with, like, the changes, like, it can, who controls the House, who controls the Senate, yeah. you gotta clean up what the other person did. Doesn't that sound... That, this shit all sounds so counterproductive. Yeah. That's why it's so stupid to have parties. Agreed. Like your your country is divided. How the hell are you United States of America and everything is a goddamn competition. Everything is split. Right. There's nothing united about these states. We got even fucking Antarctica, Alaska and goddamn Hawaii ain't even touching. Yeah, and every every state does what it wants. That's one thing I learned during COVID was just we're we're not united and we're not going to be united. Because you, they don't want us united. It would, I mean, and if you th- really think about it, America wasn't founded on being united either, regardless of it saying United States. It was founded by a bunch of frat boys. Right. It was colonized. <laughs> and I don't even, and, and I don't even mean that in the word that, you know, the hip new way of saying colonizer is saying white. I mean, literal, the definition of colonization. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. People don't people don't uh, consider that these words are like I'm like, look up the word confederate. Just look it up. <laughs> words have meaning. Look up the word. <laughs> it's not a feeling. This means something. Yeah. Civil war. Look it up. <laughs> Go look up what civil and war means. It's crazy. It's exactly what it says. You know, the civil war, the trans that switching tracks. <laughs> <laughs> you know the civil war was the only war fought on american soil civil yeah which is wild 
Could you imagine trying to go to fucking Publix? You got to worry about bombs and shit. That's crazy. But, I mean, there wasn't this many, of course, buildings and stuff. So, I'm sure that helped with real estate to clear shit out. <laughs> but... I'm talking about like now, if a country was like, we're going to war, and they that pulled up on American soil. Like, you got to worry about going outside and a motherfucker from another country, like, shooting up at you. I don't even want to think about that. That's not something I think about. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got to get guns, man. And that's why I don't like when they trying to take the guns, bro. I'm not going to trust you to defend me if some foreign threat comes. And fuck a foreign threat. We were talking about the Civil War. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was American toil, American against quote unquote yeah. American. If quote unquote you, American against quote unquote American. Yeah, if you got that shit, why can't I have that mm-hmm. shit? <laughs> mm-hmm. What's the the one I learned when I was a kid? This land is your land. No, this land is my land. It isn't your land. I got a shotgun <laughs> and you ain't got one. <laughs> So if you don't get off, hey. I'll blow your head off. Okay. This land was made for me, not you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I learned that from a white kid. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Now I'm, now I'm questioning they whether. Always, and now I'm questioning whether I learned it. <laughs> mm. They always had them type of songs, though, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. It makes me wonder who you learned it from, Grandpappy. Come on. <laughs> he said, "Come on." <laughs> Let the church say. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Mm. America. And you think it's getting better, but it's not. It's getting better for me. I don't know about you. I'm talking about, like. I don't care what's going on out there anymore. No, I'm not not talking about that. I mean, like, you know, we talk about, like, the old people. And, like, they talk about them dying out. Like, no, because they got grandsons and they got sons and shit. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I had this argument with, well, not even an argument, this conversation with someone else about life being, you know, peaks and troughs. So in order for the sine wave to move, um, in order for the flow to continue, you need people on both sides. Otherwise, what is what is on with no off, right? What is the light with no dark? It's that that nihilistic episode of SpongeBob where Squidward's in the in just white nothingness. Future. Yeah, that's exactly when there's nothing left. Like I understand. He needs everything. You need stability. You need people on both sides. You need to balance. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I definitely understand that more because I'd like to think I'm a pretty liberal person, but sometimes I'll see some conservative shit. I'd be like, right, yeah, right, okay. Right. That makes sense. But I just mean like, when is it going to be tipped in a different favor? You know, it would, we would have to create, I think in my opinion, we would have to create a, an entirely new system of sorts. I would just like to experience like a blue state. Blue state. Like, um, like, what for Florida to be is what you're saying? Oh, it's cool to say that's where we at. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you're saying. Yeah, like I, w- I would, I would like a little bit of California and Florida. Not too much because California got some dumb shit. Let me tell you about some dumb shit over there in California. Yeah, there is some dumb shit in California. You know, like a motherfucker could like break into your house and sue you. If they hurt themselves. Oh, yes. They have they have another law, too, that I heard of 
with renting out your Airbnb, your house is an Airbnb, you can rent it out, but like you can't legally make somebody leave. Like you can try to evict them, but if they don't want to leave, they don't have to leave. Because <laughs> it was in a football game, um, Bobby Wagner had tackled um, somebody who had ran onto the field. And they had like this thing that was supposed to like spray like a pink shootout or some shit. He tackled him on the field, and he sued Bobby Wagner because he tackled him, but mm-hmm. he stopped him. He Bobby Wagner's doing his job, and this man's jumping on the field, interrupting the game, not supposed to be there. Like security guards can't catch him and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So he's suing him, and like it can go to court, like. Because they have a law that says, like, even victims are protected. Like, you think about that in any other setting. Like, if somebody ran into your office building with a device, you had no idea. Mm-hmm. You know you're strong enough to stop them. The security guards are falling behind. That's like, he could have saved the day from an active shooter. Right. Because you're not supposed to be there. You're running. People are chasing you. You're, mm-hmm. you're a criminal mm-hmm. at this point. You can't stop criminals. I like that about Florida. <laughs> I do like that about Florida. I like that about Florida. There's a lot of things that I, I do like about Florida. But yeah, that's that's a whole nother conversation. And and Texas is another one of them that I like. Especially have having lived in Maryland. Um although Maryland is not such that's and see that's a blue state, so I do see the difference. But the thing, the thing about tech, I mean, the thing about Florida and probably Texas too, because they don't have to do um, state taxes either. You always get a refund if you go to a blue state. You will always owe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but it does go towards things that are nice. I will say that. You know, and it, we just we need a new know. system. We need the best of both worlds. I don't know. Is that possible? Is there is there a best of both worlds? Because doesn't it get real Pleasantville at that sense? Real Stepford wives, real, real, really, really per, um, um, really, really perfect, but not really perfect. I think you'll get a variety of people. Yeah. Who some people know how to benefit from the system, and some people won't. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you'll end up. Because you'll find the people there. But isn't that just what we have now, then, if you say that? No, because I feel like the system is set up against some people. I feel like if everybody has, like, free, equal opportunity, then the people who will thrive will thrive, and the people who won't, won't, won't. Hmm. Yeah, I mean. Are you telling me, like, like we said before, like, lower middle class, me right and then you got motherfuckers that been in private school all their life they get to college they drink they don't go to cl- they don't go to school once they're out there on their own they don't do anything right but they'll still be okay yeah and it's like i can end up in the same spot as that person but i've worked this much harder yeah like the system's not but sometimes i feel so sometimes i feel like it is a system also though i know that the system can be worked around. Um, but the thing is, is that not enough black people know that. 
Yeah. Until it's again, too late. I needed to pay for that knowledge to to get to that point. Until it's too late, right? What do you mean too late? Not too late. I guess it's never too late. But I feel like it's something you find out later in life as a black person as opposed to the yeah, white kids who learn it a I lot I think younger. So this is where I think the curve is moving. The curve is moving to um, tipping toward us having, um, I don't know if, what the word is, but just, uh, I don't say the uprising of black people, but... <laughs> <laughs> Get your podcast shut down. <laughs> right, right, right. That's not what I want to say. That's not no, what I want to say. Generational. But the, the, the black consciousness is, yeah. is rising. Yeah. Um, and going in a direction that is most favorable. Yeah. And um, with that being said, I think it's because of people in our generation, because you know what we'll be able to equip our kids with. Absolutely. I remember all growing up. My mom like, don't get a credit card. Don't get no credit card. You don't need no credit card. My kids, nine, ten years old yet, got credit cards. Get that. You got them a credit card? Yeah, I put them on my accounts. And how do you let them, so what's, how do you do the, what? So I, I tied them to my account, to my longest card. But you're good with money, though, right? Yeah. So that was probably a blessing that your mom would have told you that, because... There are moms out there, black moms out there, that put their kids on credit, and when they became 18, they were in a whole lot of mess. You know, um, it's crazy. So, that's a sto- another story, just a side tangent. Because I never had credit cards, so that's the conversation I'm having here, but go ahead. Yeah, my dad's, one of my dad's ex-girlfriends, crazy, opened up credit cards and shit in my name when I was younger. And like I had to. Oh, sorry, that, that you that touched you. I was wondering why you were looking so intently <laughs> in my yeah, eyes. Like that was <laughs> that was some shit I had to deal with. But you know, like I got that. You know, it's all it's all gone, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's good, all. Good, but good. it's like sometimes, like I look at my credit reports. I'm like, when the fuck did I get this? I'm like, I was motherfucker. <laughs> like it's there. It's a reminder. Yeah. But no, so. I got my first credit card the year after I graduated college. And so I put the car, the kids as authorized users on that card. So now when they check their line of credit, you know, one of the factors is, like, what's your longest existing line of credit? Mm-hmm. They have a credit for, like, before they were born. Mm-hmm. So it's going to improve their scores. Mm. Okay. Yeah, like People out there, though, I will say that um, there are other ways to get credit outside of the credit card. But good for you. And as long as you, you know, are good with money for your kids. Yeah. Then. Uh, I don't got no, I don't do credit card debt. Maybe, maybe it's perfect that it happened to you. So now you didn't do it to somebody else. What? <laughs> um, that somebody used your, your name as a child for oh, credit. Yeah. yeah. So good. It's a good way. This is, this is being done. Good in, karma. For the good reason. Yeah. Good karma. Credit karma. Credit <laughs> This should be a sponsorship. Hey. <laughs> um, but yeah. Good shit. Good shit. But yeah, that's what I just mean. Like, as far as our consciousness goes, especially us, like what, what you just said, being able to um, spend wisely mm-hmm. and learn what frugality means, yeah. right? Um, that is us breaking through a veil of sorts. Setting up funds and stuff, stuff that can build now, investing. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that wasn't talked about 
Mm-hmm. And now it, it should have been. It should have been, but it, we it, we're here now. Yeah, and you know it, it's not a problem. I mean, like it, I, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Different times. Mm-hmm. It was before the time of um, the internet. Mm-hmm. Like we have access to so much information. It's great we're taking advantage of that. Right. Right. That's it. That's the great equalizer. There is, and and I tell myself, and I tell other people as well, like. Do do discern that you don't need to read everything, though. Um, but there is a lot out there because I know enough to know that I don't know anything because mm. you can go down a rabbit hole with anything and still get to a point where you won't know enough of that. Like you could spend your life up until the dying days researching one thing and you'll you'll still never get to the bottom of it. I firmly believe that. Because it's always going to be changing. Mm. So it's always going to be going in. It's It's gone in one direction, which we don't even know how far back it goes. But that's the thing is, like, it's going to keep going forward, too. What would be your thoughts on us living in, like, a post-apocalyptic world? Like, like this right now. Like, years ago, there was some crazy shit that happened. And right now, we're just living in, like what this new world is what spawned from that i don't really have anything for you because that's it's not generally something i think about and i would have to really think about it but yeah i don't have anything for you what what would you think it seems like you've thought of this before <laughs> i just think about shows like um adventure time like that's in a post a lot post-apocalyptic world which which world is that because aren't there like candy and shit or he went to another world and... Well, like, before all that shit, like, it was normal. Remember, like, that bomb went off and then I don't that, remember very well. Yeah, like, before, like, there was, like, a great war or something. And, like, the world that Finn and Jake live in, that's, like, the post-apocalyptic world. Like, the lich and all that stuff, that was all from the before world. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so everything that's happened now is from, like, recovering from that apocalypse. Hmm. And I read this uh, manga, One Piece, and in the story, there's this doctor named Dr. Vegapunk. Mm-hmm. He's the world's smartest man, and he's got, like, all these innovations, and they say he lives in, like, 500 years in the future. Like, he's got all this advanced technology. <coughs> and it's a character they alluded to since, like, you know, the very beginning in the story, and now they're, like, over a thousand issues in and they're just meeting him and he's like no like this isn't new stuff this was in a world 500 years in the past like they're living in a post-apocalyptic world and all this advanced technology that he's used is really like he reinvented from the ancient civilization that used to exist hmm Sounds a lot like Earth. <laughs> Sounds like a lot like us. Yeah, I, the, we said it earlier. Like, imagine like if religion. Something didn't tells exist. me though that this is, and this is probably why I don't think about it at all. But something tells me that I'm gonna die bef- before any of that stuff. Before any of what stuff, like any apocalypse? apocalyptic stuff. Mm. Yeah, I can feel it. I don't know what it is. I feel about it. But I feel like, or or what I'm feeling is that I survived the uh, apocalypse because I envisioned myself going to sleep and 
having a restful sleep and in the comfort of my home. I hope you, I hope you get that. <laughs> that's best case scenario right there. I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would have got off of the areas of war or <laughs> found a refuge on some island somewhere that the 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 spread didn't happen or the meteor didn't hit or mm. something and, and I die as an old woman with children and no. grandkids and in my sleep and somebody's holding my hand. <laughs> I found this Einstein quote and it was like I don't know what weapons World War 3 will be fought with but World War 4 will be fought with sticks and stones. Mm. Yeah, it'll be the startup again. Or something else. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Damn, wouldn't that be a dope ass like intro for a movie?" Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't. I think if anything, because that's what I thought of uh, when COVID hit. Mm. It reminded me of uh, chemical warfare. Oh, damn. Yeah, of <laughs> <laughs> the possibility Shit. of chemical warfare. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Because, you know, at that time, and I don't know if these are just my own notions or the, the I guess, media input mm. that went into my brain about it coming from China, mm-hmm. of course, at that time. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it seemed, in a lot of senses, it seemed like a world war and a chemical one at that, or some sort of viral, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I never considered that. <laughs> and then after a while, it also felt like genocide, um, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that G word again. <laughs> that G word again. The G word. There's a lot of those G words. <laughs> you know, geriatric. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I did, I did, it did feel like that at a point. And because we still really don't have the truth, it's just like, yeah, that happened. Like, Man. you travel now and it's like, is COVID real anymore? Like, But do you remember monkeypox, though? I don't, because <laughs> what's funny is that I came in, because you know I don't have social media and stuff. Right. So I came into learning about monkeypox probably two weeks after the buzz. And I was like, God damn, this is happening to people. But then I was like, oh, it's been two weeks. You haven't seen anybody like this. So I was like, uh, just leave it alone. <laughs> and I haven't seen anybody. Because I was wondering at the same time why people started wearing masks again. Because, you know, we're in Florida or in Florida. Um, people started wearing masks again. And I was like, what's going on? And that's why somebody was like, monkeypox. And I was like, God damn. Like, <laughs> they showed me a picture. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> I had a homeboy like, I ain't trying to go to strip club no more. I ain't trying to get no monkey pops. And I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking. I took my time off, and I was like, you know what? This shit ain't real. What, monkey pops? Yeah. This shit ain't real. I ain't seen not one person with nothing. I ain't seen not one monkey pop. <laughs> <laughs> what was the deal with that? Did they de- debunk that yet, or is that still a thing? Or it was just like swine flu and... What was the other one? COVID. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. You um you remember Code Name Kids Next Door? Yeah. Do you remember they had a on Cartoon Network 
they used to do uh, like cartoon cartoons. They'd be like mm-hmm. little one-offs. Mm-hmm. And the guy that made Kids Next Door did one about a chimp mm-hmm. and a, a little boy, and it was called Disease He Does It. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, prof- Dr. Prof- damn. Dr. Triple Extra Large. He had the little crab arm. Mm-hmm. And they he just kept getting different diseases. And he one of them, I remember, he got was Salmonella Fitzgerald. <laughs> and it just made him like start singing like Ella Fitzgerald randomly. Yeah, no, I don't remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I got Salmonella Fitzgerald. And it'll be better. <laughs> nah, we gotta look it up. Find that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, we're done? Yeah. That shit was fun. Yay. We gotta do shit again. Yes. Hey. Oh.